Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio podcast with Seth and Jess. The first month in wrap up of 2022 and January was a long year, right? <laughs> yes. What was there, like 87 days in January so far? This has been rather interesting. At least January has given us plenty to talk about. Yes, there was a lot to talk about in January, but you know what? This is a 20 minute, a 20 minute podcast, so mm-hmm. we're just going to narrow it down to a few things. Uh, we cannot get through this podcast without talking about the people we lost in January. There were several that happened I, right okay. at the beginning and then throughout the month All right, of January. This is a short list of the people um, that we lost. Because unfortunately, there was like a long list, but mm-hmm. Bob Saget, yeah. um, Meatloaf, All right. yeah. 80s and 90s girl right here. Um, Sydney Poitier. Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, Louis Anderson. Yes. Um, Jay Weave. Um, Jay Weaver from um, he's the bassist from Big Daddy Weave. Mm-hmm. Um, he passed away um, from COVID complications from COVID. Just uh, so many, and I guess for me, okay, I'm gonna see if I can put this into words. Now, some people think it's silly to mourn the loss of celebrities and stuff like that, but you, right. you connect with them. These are the people you grow up watching on TV. You listen right. to their music. You form a connection, a relationship with them, so to speak. So I honestly do not feel like it's silly to kind of mourn the loss of these personalities Mm -hmm. that you've come to love, right? right? No, I agree with you Um, on on that. But another thing is I remember being young and when I was a little girl, when someone, my mom and dad would watch on TV – I would hear them talking about, oh, such and such passed away. Mm-hmm. Now they would be older, mm-hmm. or um, some somebody that they somebody's music that they would listen to would right. pass away, um, and I would think, oh, well, they're old. You know, it's supposed to happen. It's right. a circle of life. You know, I would remember. Th- these are the things I thought when I was a little girl. Your perspective on that when you're younger is a lot different. Right. And, you know, my parents, I would hear my parents talking about it. And then they would start reminiscing about the shows they would watch with that person. And I remember my mom when Lucille Ball passed away. My mom was so sad. Mm-hmm. And she watched all of the I Love Lucy episodes for a week. Right. Sure. Um um, side note, I've been watching um, the Golden Girls for like three weeks straight. <laughs> OK, anyway. Right. Now that I am 44 years old, I understand. Like mm-hmm. all of the loss, I'm like, I get that because you reflect on how you felt watching yeah. Full House right. and listening to Meatloaf's music or watching Sydney Poitier, mm-hmm. um, especially for my culture, seeing Sydney Poitier break barriers right. and now he's gone. Like, I I see. And it's like, wow, now I'm faced with my own mortality because yeah. I feel old. <laughs> because all of these people that I watched and formed a connection with growing up, and now they're gone. And now I'm getting older. Do you find that there is an interesting difference in how you view the age of the individual when they're in the news too, yeah, they talk about Bob Saget was what sixty five. Is that correct? I, some yeah, okay. Around so there, yeah. there would be a time when I would think, wow, sixty five. That's that's really old, right? But now yeah. I'm like, well, that was a young man. 
Yeah, like it, 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 it has an impact on you. The closer you get to the age of the individual you're reading mm-hmm. about, it has more of an impact on you. And you, it does, it forces you to reflect on your own situation a little bit. Oh my bit. goodness, yes. Okay, so when you were younger, how old did you think was old? Like, for example, when I was like in high school, I thought 35 was like so old. Yeah. I wanted to have it all before I was 30 because when I was 30, I was going to be decrepit. I was going to be walking <laughs> around with a cane. Right. Like it, it was the end. And now I was like, if I had my 30-year-old knees again, mm-hmm. please, Jesus. <laughs> I remember when I was a little kid, a little kid laying on my bed thinking, how old am I going to be at the year 2000? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm going to be 34 years old in the year 2000. And I'm, I, I kid you not, as a kid, maybe seven years old, I remember thinking, that is so old. I hope my life is completely in order by then. I hope I've got everything in line by the year 2000. At 34, everything is good. And I got news for you. A lot of that time has passed, and I'm still waiting for my life to get in order. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, I don't think my life will ever be in maybe order. Maybe in, in 2022, <laughs> it's going to happen, right? In 2022, our lives are going to... No, no, it's I not mean, okay, I'll take that. I think my life is in order, but I don't have it together, if that makes any sense. Right. Like, and I'm at the point now where I'm pretty okay with not having it all together because Good. I don't think anybody truly has it all together. Not really, not because honestly. I don't think we're designed to have it all together because we mm. we we need God. And if we truly had it all together, one hundred percent. That's a good point. Then you know we we wouldn't need God to you know keep us. Do you, you see what I'm no, saying? No, I see it. If I had everything I needed, if, if we, I had everything that I wanted, life was just a big sheet of smooth ice, and everything was going great. What would I need God for? Right, we're not designed to do this on our own. So we need I God. Like that. You know what? Yeah. I like that. It's the trials and tribulations, the little speed bumps in the road. That are important. We right. need those. Yeah, it's yeah. it's us yeah, thinking we that we have to have it all together. At least for me, I feel uh, somewhere along the way, I felt like that in order for life to be what it's supposed to be, that everything has to be wrapped up in a nice, pretty bow. Mm-hmm. And I, it's taken me this long to realize that no, it doesn't have to be. Do you ever have a situation where image was more important than substance, making sure it looked like everything was um, in good shape? A long more time ago, than it yeah. Was? Oh, a long time ago, especially yeah. when I was married. Oh my goodness, a long time ago, yeah. we all had to look yep. like we stepped right out of a magazine. Uh-huh. But you know, I'm way past that. When I had my financial <laughs> consulting business, it was very important yeah. that everybody I knew knew that I was a successful businessman, even though I was struggling and there were some bad areas. Yeah. As long as it looked good, I was fine. And now I've put all that away. It's like I don't. Yeah, care, we had to. Man. Yeah, it was. It, it, it's stressful, and I think a lot of that stress for me came from um, growing. I grew up in a Christian home. We were loved. Um, we knew Jesus, but also uh, on Sundays we were we were in church. On Wednesdays we mm-hmm. were in church, but we were broken. Mm-hmm. But the world didn't know that. The world saw a family who was in church all the time, and when you saw us outside of church, we looked so put together. Mm-hmm. But we were so broken, 
Yeah. And I think the world needs to see that you can still be believers in Christ and you can still be broken because we depend on Jesus. Man, we really got well, off track. Didn't but that's that's <laughs> the point. That's the th- that goes right back to the point we just made. If our lives were truly all put together and everything happy and 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 puppies and rainbows and sugar cookies, we yeah. wouldn't need to go to church. We wouldn't need God. The reason we're there is because things are things go sideways in our day. Sometimes a little bit, sometimes completely off the rails. Yeah, that's why. That's that's the gift of God. That is yeah. why He's there is for us to lean on with everything that we are. Absolutely, none of us have now, got that whole perfect now, thing going on. Do I need to remember? <laughs> and <laughs> do I need to remind myself that, girl, you don't have it all together? You know who to run to because sometimes I may um, feel like. Um, I don't have it all together, and I can fix myself myself, and I sure. and I get myself yeah. in a lot of trouble thinking, okay, I can do right. this on my own. Yeah. So I am guilty of that, and Been that, that I too. am. Oh, I don't need to a tell anybody. Yeah. I don't need to tell anybody about what I'm dealing with. Yeah. I can deal with this on my yes. own. And Satan so. is like, oh, good, keep that attitude because my yeah. hook is in you, and it's just going to get deeper. Yeah, and I'm going to yeah, tell you that didn't work. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, and this is probably going to seem silly to some people, and um, I need this, and if you're a believer, hey, if you're a judgy believer, mm. then judge me all you want. But you probably shouldn't is, be listening this to is, this podcast. This is are. something I need, but I have a reminder on my phone. It pops up every night by 730, and it says, did you open your Bible today? Mm. because I would like to say I am that Christian who looks in my Bible app every day, who does my devotion every day. There are some there are some days that I'm super good at it, but there are some days that I will go all day and I don't, but I have um, decided to make it a priority, so I have a reminder on good. my phone. And when that reminder pops up, oh, I stop what I'm doing good. and I make sure I look at it. But yeah. I need a reminder to do that. And sure. um, yeah, because I was telling one of my friends that I had that reminder. And she's like, uh, you need a reminder to look at your Bible. Yes, I do. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Yeah. Okay. Wow, we got off topic. Okay, let's move right along to All the right. next uh, month in things. <laughs> Whoa, this is what we do. But you know what? I'm going to be like Tabitha Brown. It's our podcast, and we can do that because that's our business. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> well, All right. One of the things that for me is uh, the. You watch the news, you listen to social media, and things like everything is divisive, Yeah, right? There's always something grumpy and bitey and argumentative, right? Mm-hmm. And I have reached the point where I'm done. I'm done. I don't <laughs> – look, I'm not an ostrich. I'm not putting my head in the sand and ignoring all the things that are going on, mm-hmm. right? I am aware. I'm just not going to let stuff like that influence me. Yeah, I'm not going to let it ruin my day. I am going to forge ahead – and I am going to try and be as positive as I can moving forward. Good for you. And hopefully there's some ripples out there that affect somebody else. Mm-hmm. Not the normal way Like I me, affect since someone. I got to work with you every day. Hmm? You get to. <clears throat> yes. There it is. See? Yes. Look at me being a positive encourager. Yes. You get to. Okay, what's your story? Well, <laughs> uh, some people know my mom was a pilot, mm-hmm. which back in the 1950s. That's so awesome. So was, awesome. uh, was kind of an unusual yeah. occupation for a woman. She uh, would, uh, there was an airplane manufacturer, they would build the airplane, then she would fly the airplane to its destination and deliver it, right? Mm-hmm. That was her job. 
And it, I read the story of, I hope I pronounce her name correctly, Zara, or is it Zara or Zara? Zara Rutherford. Zara. Zara. Okay, thank you. She became the youngest woman to fly around the world solo. Wow. And, you know, when I saw her land, there was news footage of her landing in Belgium, completing her journey. The plane was so small. I remember thinking, uh-uh, no, 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 no. If I'm flying around the world, I want a big plane. My I, mama heart uh, is already like, oh, no. 19, no. <laughs> 19 years old. She started August 18th of last year, of 2021. And it has taken her until just a few days ago when she landed and finished. She had to fly a certain distance and then because of COVID, yeah. would have to get permission and regulations to go on to the next leg and so forth. But this is something that inspires me and encourages me. This is an accomplishment. This young woman wanted to be the youngest to fly around the world solo. And so she did everything she could to make it happen. Yeah. Good things like this, accomplishments, significant things yeah. where we overcome obstacles, we overcome challenges. This is still happening in our world. These are the stories that encourage me. It's like, okay, you know what? It's not all the passing of our celebrities. It's not all the political stuff. It's not all the, the complications with this, that, and the other thing. There are people that are overcoming the obstacles and doing amazing things I every love that. day. Yeah. And, and I, I want to focus on stuff like that. Yeah. I think we should focus on stuff like that. I think people need to be reminded that if there is something you are praying about, if there is something you're dreaming, dreaming about, if there is something you want to right. do, set your mind to it and do it. Yeah. There should be nothing stopping you from doing what you want to do. We we get so discouraged. There mm -hmm. are we get discouraged and there are so many naysayers. Mm -hmm. There are so many people telling us there are things we cannot do. Sure. And so this is a good reminder to push. How many how many times have you come up with an idea of something you wanted to do and you go to your friends and say, "Hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing." And they tell you every possible reason why it won't work. Listen, I don't even have to go to my friends. I can listen to the lies in my own head, right? And right. I can discourage myself. Yeah, I can. I think we. I think we can all do that. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that when we spend some time saying, "Hey, God, what is it you want me to do?" Right? What is it you have equipped me to do? What are the special talents and abilities that you have imbued me with? What do I do? God is going to answer those prayers and put something on your heart. When that happens, it is our responsibility then to pursue it. Mm -hmm. And that can be scary. Yeah. Maybe it's changing a career. Maybe it is writing that book that has been on your heart. Maybe it is starting a Bible study. There's all kinds of things. But when you ask God for the inspiration, he's going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. And then you got to take that fun step of actually doing it and Ooh. ignoring if you know you're going to do what God is asking you to do, ignore all the naysayers. What's, ignore all those people who say, well, you know, that's not going to work because me, 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 me. Thank you for your contribution, but uh, I'm going to try it anyway. What's that thing they say? What's that? Um, they say um, you can't ask God to open doors for you if you won't take your hand off the doorknob. Thank you. That's exactly <laughs> right. It's like, God, will you open the door? 
I'm trying. <laughs> Will you please get out of the way? Okay. Do we have time for one more story? Yeah, do one more. Okay. This one, um, I, I was torn whether or not I should talk about this because I really don't um, agree with this person's values, her music. Okay. It's about a rapper. Right. I won't even mention the rapper's name. I'll just tell you the story. Good lessons come from unusual places sometimes. Okay. So this rapper... Um, she just won a huge settlement, $3.8 million. Okay. Mind you, she's got billions. I'm talking billions. Mm -hmm. She's rich, rich. Mm -hmm. Billions of dollars. But she just won a $3.8 million um, settlement. Um, she sued a blogger. Who um, she sued a blogger for um, libel, defamation, oh, um, slander. Right. So this blogger ran a story about her um, several years ago. Uh -huh. um, all kinds of just, um, just making up a lot of negativity. A lot of negativity. All right. Now this rapper, um, she's really a smart lady. I mm -hmm. listened to a podcast of hers and she's really really smart mm -hmm. but her music i don't like um i just if she if she weren't I, i'll just leave it at that brilliant she, but on the wrong path on the wrong path okay but anyway i got you um but very smart and she's funny like i, I really like her personality okay. i really do um i'll admit that i really like her personality the only thing i, I have a problem with is her music right um but anyway I am so glad she won this settlement because it sends a message. Um, this blogger actually bullied her. And the thing is, um, after she won the settlement, she mm -hmm. didn't get on social media saying, you know, being nasty and saying, yeah, look at me. I won all this money because people are saying, you know, she's rich. What is she going to, you know, she's got billions. Why right. does she want this money, this woman's money? It's the principle. It, it's the principle. And she put out a settlement thanking her her attorneys. Sure. And I'd like to thank all the people that made this happen. Exactly. <laughs> and she basically said something, and I'm ad-libbing, of course, but she said something like, um, you know, this was a hard couple of years trying to convince people that I didn't do the things that they saw on social media. Mm -hmm. We live in a time where all people have to do is say one thing about you on social media. And once it's out there, it's out there. Right. You see something on social media and people run with it. And we know that's true. Social media can be a dark and negative place. And she said, she said, I have money and influence. Mm -hmm. I was able to rise above this. But think of all the girls who are on social media who don't have money, who don't have influence. Think of all the people who have committed suicide because of the negativity, because of all of the bullying on social media. Think of all the point. people who are hurt every single day because somebody has lied about them. Somebody has been hurtful on social media because mm -hmm. somebody isn't mentally stable or mentally strong enough right. to 
turn away or to turn off the notifications. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is uh, this is a very good point. There are people that don't have the resources to defend themselves. The resources like or, who, or who just don't. There are so many people who um, are just pushed over the edge yeah. because Every of day. Every day. of social media bullying. Yeah. And she said this is basically – this is a leg up for us who are bullied mm-hmm. on social media. So that's why I'm talking about this particular one, because for her and for a lot of people who are standing up against social media bullying, it really isn't about the money. It's about sending a message. Mm-hmm. And you really need to watch what you say about people. True. Watch what you say about people. Watch how you treat people, even on social media, because there are a lot of people who are hiding behind keyboards and screens. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. The Jesus Fix It podcast is brought to you by Mardell Christian Education Stores, which provide a vast selection of faith-based products and supplies for both classroom and homeschool teachers. You can find Mardell exclusive brands in their education, church supply, and gift departments, you know, like Renewing Minds and The Brainery. Toys for the kiddos, from Melissa and Doug, science and craft activity kits, they're all 30% off. And you can view their weekly ad and what's on sale anytime you like by simply downloading the Mardell app.